We are back for day two of the Summer League. Uh, we got a four-game main slate we're going to be talking about in this video. Um, really quick, just special shout-out to all you guys. Whether the sport's been crazy um, last couple days on YouTube, Twitter. So I just wanted to really thank you guys again for all that. Um, like I said, we'll be talking about the four-game slate in this video. Um, the sponsor of the video, that would be Prize Picks. Um, Prize Picks is a player prop site that does offer Summer League stuff. If you guys are not on Prize Picks and you want to get on it, you can use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. It'll be linked down below. And if you're looking for more in-depth content uh, for DFS or for Prize Picks, you can check out my Patreon link down below. Uh, phenomenal day so far in Prize Picks. Went 3-1 and one in WNBA. I think I'm like 5-1 and one, uh, on NBA Summer League. The only miss I have so far, the only miss... Scoot Henderson, I took his over 15 and a half points. He had 15 points uh, midway through the third and got injured. That's the only miss I have so far. Um, if Christy and AJ Griffin go over the points prop, I'm going to have a massive, massive day. But yeah, if, if Scoot Henderson ends up being the only play I miss in Summer League prize picks, I'm going to be really, really upset. Really, really upset. But... Um, let's go over uh, my early slate lineup, my turbo lineup, and then my late main slate lineup. I still have a lot of players going right now, so that is still in the works. But here is my uh, early slate lineup. Um, and I finished second place. And, uh, yeah, I had a nice solid ROI. Uh, Marcus Dewell, or what's it? I think it's Marcus. Um, the, was it, uh, Kansas State, right? Kansas State guy? Um, who, who was, like, played really well in the tournament. Uh, last year got him a very low ownership we did get that starting lineup just like a minute or two before lock and ended up slotting him in there left a little bit of salary on the table worked out in a big way uh terry shot like four of 17 ej liddell uh was disappointing and and didn't see as many minutes as i thought he would um daniels was solid miller was really good i, I what i want to know is how on earth did the colin gillespie faders know man this guy's like a rajon rondo-esque stuff the stat sheet does nothing at the peripherals. Two boards, two assists. Come on, man. How did the faders know? That's a really good Denver team. How did the faders know? So I'm asking, by the early slate, you faded Colin Gillespie. How did you know? How did you know? And then, yeah, obviously, uh, in this contest, Watts was 100% owned. I thought he was uh, the best value in the board. But, um, yeah, it was a really good day in the early slate. And then I came very close to taking down the uh, what turbo slate. Um, so I played both the Nets guards in the backcourt, that being Kennedy Chandler and David Duke. Uh, Wilson as well. Isaiah Mobley had a big game. He stuffed a stat sheet. Um, I did play Victor Wembayana on this slate, but faded him on the main slate. We talked about this on Patreon, how um, I wasn't confident that he was going to play full minutes, and uh, he did not. I think, what did he finish with minutes-wise? I want to say it was like low 20s. I'm going to have to go back and look. Amani Bates, low own, shot like 2 of 50 from the field. Um, I did have his over, was it 14 and a half points? So that was good that he, he ended up going over. Um, Brandon Miller at low ownership. Again, this is the turbo slate. There wasn't a lot of spend up. So I used him and Victor Wembayama. And then Malachi Branham to round out this lineup. So I came close. I think first place, this was just the big tournament. Um, first place was 276. I was 266. Danny just beat me uh, with his lineup train. So that cost me some money. Uh, definitely. Yeah, what did he have? Chandler Duke, Wilson. Oh, so he had, um, yeah, okay, who had another big game. All right, well, so that's the recap. Um, great day so far. It's going to be a great day no matter what on prize picks, super profitable. But a great day so far in DraftKings. I'm hoping the late games can pick it up a little bit. I have a lot of exposure to the late game. 
Um, I'm going to have Christy. I have Griffin. I have Castleton. Um, I have Kada. I have a lot of guys in the late game. So um, I know that the Kings-Hawks team was really low scoring the first half, so hoping that can then pick it up. And then I have a good amount of exposure in that Lakers game as well. Okay, so that's the recap of everything for me on DFS. Um, we had a, a lot of takedowns. I'll tweet some stuff out since, again, it's still going on right now. I'll tweet some stuff out at the end of the night of members. Uh, we had multiple people at takedowns already, first slate of the year. So you'd love to see that. And uh, yeah, let's see if we can keep that going for this slate. Again, like I said, Twitter's your best friend. And if you guys are looking for that, I post every single piece of news possible, right? I post on Patreon how we, we got a little uh, snippet of how Kennedy Chandler was looked, was you know playing the, the best in, in, of the Nets in practice. I posted that. I posted about the Victor Wembayama and how he wasn't he wasn't confident he was going to play a whole lot of minutes. That was posted on Patreon. So again, things can change very quickly in assembly. You have to be ready to adjust. And I'm posting. I post projected starting lineups. I also post the actual starting lines when we get them, if we do get them for lock. Sometimes we don't, sometimes we do. Um, so again, if you guys are looking for that, if you want that edge, link down below. All right, Memphis and Chicago. So Memphis, um, we kind of know what's going to happen here for the Grizzlies. Uh, they're going to play uh, really only interested in the starting five. That would be Williams, LaRavia, Lofton, Roddy, and Gilliard. Um, I think factoring in salary, Kenneth Lofton, probably my favorite option, 7-4. Um, just the best point per minute of this of this bunch, I think, has the highest ceiling. Great rebounder, can stuff a stat sheet. Um, and you kind of saw what in in one of the games at the end of the summer league last year, went for fifty three in twenty eight minutes. He had a big game at the end of the regular season as well. So I think Lofton's my favorite, but that doesn't mean I don't have interest in guys like Williams and uh, Laravia as well. Um, Laravia relatively score independent, but a guy that can put the ball in the bucket. Right, you kind of saw okay, so like right, relatively score independent. Look at the last three games of summer league for him last year. Five fantasy points in 28 minutes. And then he was making a shot. 23. Well, actually, he wasn't. He's, that was just a weird game. And then three. But, like, usually he's relatively scoring to Bennett. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? Nope. Five boards, four assists, three blocks, two steals. Like, no. That's that's not a Laravia stat line. Laravia is usually a guy that relatively scoring dependent gets some rebounds here and there. But um, I think the floor is a little lower in Laravia and Williams. That doesn't mean you can't play them. Both. I, mean, I expect all the starters to play high 20s to low 30s minutes. But Lofton, definitely my favorite. And then I'm pretty high on Dave Roddy as well at 6'1". Um, he's a guy that, again, kind of do it in a lot of different ways. Expect pretty solid minutes from him. And then the point guard, um, point guard will be Jacob Gilliard, um, a guy that has a relatively high floor. I wouldn't say has a super high ceiling, but a 5.4K, I think he's a pretty safe value play. So I've understood the whole starting five. That's who I assume will be the starting five. That's what the starting five has been two of the three games in the pre-summer league games. The one game they did not start was the one they rested all their main guys. So um, those are the guys I've, I've interested in, unless we hear otherwise, and they end up resting guys, I'm probably not going to get to anyone else. Um, you have Frankie Ferrari. He was on the King summer league last year. Um, he could, you know, maybe be a value play if they, the rest get or whatever, but I, I'm pretty sure the main guys from Memphis are at least going to play a couple of games uh, in the preseason. So really only interested in the starters there for Chicago. So again, it was frustrating. Dale and Terry, uh, did they have his, did I have it updated? Yeah. He shot four of 14. He played 32 minutes, 10 points, six boards, four assists. He played the most out of anyone of the, uh, Chicago players. So, um, I'm pretty high on Terry once again. I know he didn't have the best shooting game, but he played 30 plus minutes and is their go-to guy. Uh, so Nogo started, I think he played around 20 minutes. Don't love it. He's going to play the five, but like, I think he's okay. I just think he's a little bit overpriced. You saw a Turo, uh, kind of backing him up. Um, Darling and Freedom. Uh, there's some cheaper options here that are viable. Um, Freeman Liberty and Darling both started. They both played high 20s minutes. Uh, 4-1 for Darling, flat 4K for Freeman Liberty. And then you also have uh, Justin Lewis that played like mid-20s minutes at the flat 4K as well. So 
Um, favorite option, definitely Terry at the top, but there is value here. If you need value, I mean, you have basically min price starters, Lewis, Freeman, uh, Freeman Liberty, and Nate Darling. Assuming they continue to keep that same starting lineup, but I, I see no reason why they wouldn't. So um, there's definitely some value you can get to there for Chicago. Indiana and Washington. So this Pacers team is pretty loaded. You got Benedict Mathern, you got uh, Andrew Nemhard, you got Isaiah Jackson still surprisingly playing on Summer League team. Um, I think they probably go the starting lineup of Matherin, Nemhard, Walker, Jackson, and Shepard would be my guess. Um, looking at players and their price points, I mean, I'm pretty high on Isaiah Jackson, sub 8K. Would assume he starts and plays low to mid-20s minutes. He'll be super productive when he's on the court. I don't think he's going to play huge minutes, but he should dominate when he does play. Matherin, Nemhard both look really good at the top. Um, Matherin should be the go-to guy offensively, but Nemhard's a guy that you know can stuff a stat sheet. Um, so yeah, I like the two game, two, uh, main guys at the top there for, for uh, Indiana. And I like, uh, Isaiah Jackson in that mid range, uh, rookies, Jarris Walker and, uh, Ben Shepard, I think will probably be the other starters. Um, what just happened there? So those guys are definitely viable. Eight, three for Walker, six, nine for Shepard. Um, there's a couple other rookies here that I think are playable. Um, King rookie was the 47th overall pick. Who else? Isaiah Wong was the 55th overall pick. Those guys should get some run as well if you needed like some cheaper GBP plays. But again, I think the starting lineup will be Mather, Nemhard, Walker, Jackson, and Shepard. All right, Washington. So Washington, bear with me here. I'm gonna I'm gonna mispronounce some of these names. I am. So uh, you got to bear with me on this. But Johnny Davis, 9K. He was absolutely awful. Absolutely awful last summer league. But he's been playing better a little bit of late. And he was playing better for the Wizards down the stretch in the regular season. So I expect him to be the clear go-to guy here. Um, I'm honestly a pretty bad summer league roster. So it's weird, but I'm, I actually do kind of like Johnny Davis there at the top. Rookie Bilal Kulabale. Again, I, I might be mispronouncing that name, but I expect him to start and get a healthy amount of run. Um, in France, what he averaged, 5-3 and one eighteen and a half minutes. So... Uh, he didn't get like a ton of run overseas, but expect him to start and, and get at least, I would say, mid-20s minutes. And then you got uh, another rookie, Tristan Vukovic, um, who was drafted, what, 42nd overall. Um, he's a guy that, at 6.2K, uh, I do like a good amount there in the mid-range. So those would be the three main options for Washington. Um, not really sure who else will start here. Um, maybe... Maybe you get Xavier Cooks in the starting lineup. I really don't know who the other starters will be. Um, but I'm pretty sure, again, Davis, Kulabale, Vukovic uh, will be three of the starters. I'm not sure who the other two will be. So hopefully we do get that starting lineup before lock for the Wizards. And again, I'll be digging on Twitter trying to find that. Milwaukee and Phoenix. So Milwaukee, we got news about, I want to say, five to ten minutes before lock that both Wigington and um, AJ Green are out. And what I think is going to happen here is I think they're just practicing with the summer league team. They're not going to actually play. Now, I guess they could. There's a chance they could play tomorrow. But you want my guess? I don't think that, I just don't think they're going to play in the summer league. That being Wigington, that being AJ Green. But that being said, you saw Marshawn Beauchamp and Nico Manning kind of run the show offensively. Manning got the start at the, at the point at 4.5K. Um, I like him quite a bit. Again, assuming that Wigington doesn't play and Manning starts at the point again. And then Beauchamp started really, really slow. I'll be to pick it up, finish with 23, 8, 2, and 1 in 32 minutes. So Beauchamp and Nico Manning, definitely my favorite options. Taco Fall started. I think he played like 15, 16 minutes. Don't love the price point, but it's like he'll be super productive when he's on the court. It's just you're not going to get huge minutes from him. Um, rookie Drew Timmy only played like, I think it was like 10, 15 minutes on the bench. Not a ton of interest in him. 
The other guys that got run were the uh, two draft picks here from Milwaukee. That was Chris Livingston at 5.2K and um, Jackson here at 4.3. Bulls started. I think those guys are relatively similar to those Bulls value uh, starters we mentioned. Um, both relatively cheap. Bulls should probably see mid-20s minutes, assuming, again, Green and um, Wigginton don't play. And that's what uh, I'm under the assumption that both will just not going to play at all in the summer league. So that's the case. Those two would open up for value. And then you got some backup five run for a guy like Tyler Cook, 4.3K. They haven't listed as a small forward. He's more of a big. So I think he would also be uh, someone you could look to there. Phoenix. So another one of the probably worst summer league rosters, uh, in my opinion. But surprisingly, Jordan Goodwin is going to be playing for the summer league team uh, for Phoenix. So um, on, a, on a roster, it's really, really bad. Unless we get confirmation that he's just not going to play, I think Goodwin stands out as one of the best spun-ups on the board. Because it's like, look at some of these other teams that are a bit more loaded, but you look at this like Phoenix roster, it's really bad. Uh, there's just not a lot of talent on this team. So, um, yeah, I really, really like Jordan Gooden, 8.5K. 8, um, Isaiah Todd, I expect to start as well and probably play good minutes. I think he's reasonable. I think I prefer Goodwin if I'm going to pick between the two, but that doesn't mean you can't get to Todd. And then you got rookie uh, Kamara. Kamara? Kamara? I might be mispronouncing that. Kamara? I don't know. Again, I got to learn these names. I got to like Google it and, and, and learn uh, some of these uh, names. I'm definitely mispronouncing them. But um, he's a guy that uh, I actually do like a good amount in the mid-range. Uh, in college, he averaged, four, what, 14, 9, and 1. Um, so a guy with a relatively high floor. And with Phoenix not having really any other rookies in this roster, he should just get a lot of run. Uh, so those three, I'm pretty sure, will will be starters. I don't know where else they go with the other starters, to be honest. Um, but you get some Gabe Brown, sure. I really don't know where else they're going to go. So I'm going to be on Twitter looking for that. But three guys I know for sure will start with be Goodwin, Todd, and um, their rookie. All right, final game here. We got the Clippers and we got the Jazz. So uh, for the Clippers, um, some guys that I think are just a bit underpriced. Um, Xavier Moon, Jason Preston, two guys that stand out to me. Um, I expect both to start in the backcourt. Preston's a guy that uh, can stuff a stat sheet. I mean, you saw in somewhat limited action last summer league, just a guy that can do kind of everything. Um, and a 5.5K, I think he's a pretty safe play. Xavier Moon, um, a guy that little bit, a little bit more score independent, but also can stuff the stat sheet as well. So I like both the, the two Clippers uh, cheaper guards here, that being Preston, that being Moon. Um, and also pretty high on Diabate going into the second year. Um, didn't get a ton of run for the Clippers in the regular season last year, but a guy that can block some shots, uh, a great rebounder, uh, can score around uh, the bucket as well. So I'm familiar with him because he went to Michigan. So um, yeah, Diabate, Moon, Preston, I think my favorite options. And then uh, you got rookie uh, Kobe Brown is 6.3K and also uh, rookie Jordan Miller, 5.6K. I think that would be the starting lineup if I had to guess, would be Preston, Moon, Miller, Brown, Diabate. Um, so those guys are mainly be looking to also though they have broader thomas who uh you know bounced around some nba um rosters for a bit over the last couple of years and he was on boston summer league team last year he put up some big games a guy that can put the ball in the buckets he could also start over you know maybe one of those rookies but i think those five guys i mentioned plus broader thomas probably the only guys to be looking to for the clippers um unless we get news that for some reason some some random guy is going to start for them but that's mainly where I'd be looking to. And then finally for the Utah Jazz. So for the Jazz, we've got to keep an eye on some news here. 
Uh, Samancic uh, got banged up uh, at the end of Thursday's game. So not sure if he's going to play. I looked on Twitter. I couldn't find anything. Um, if Samancic is out, then you should get a bump for two guys. I would think that being Vernon Carey Jr. Even though I don't expect him to play huge Smith, he probably would play a little bit more. And then Mika Potter, 4.9K. I think those two would get a bump in minutes. Both guys about a fancy point per minute. Um, so Potter, 4.9, I probably would prefer to carry. But those two would uh, look a little better if Samancic is out. And then the two guys that are the main interest in would be Abache and uh, rookie uh, Keontae George. Uh, Abache has just been shooting like 20-plus times a game. Um, I see no reason why he won't continue to do that, especially if Samantha's is out. So he stands out as a really good spend-up, also has small forward eligibility, which is nice. And then rookie uh, Keontae George has looked solid in his games. Like last game, one for 15, 6, and 5, a guy that can contribute in a lot of different ways and does have the shooting guard eligibility. So um, Agbachi, uh, George... And then the front court guys, Carey and Mika Potter. Samantic should be does play. I think is a fine spend up. I think I would rather play Akbachi over Samantic, but another guy that I definitely would self interest in if he is able to go off the bench. I mean, maybe a little bit interesting. A guy like Johnny Juzeg um, minutes, you know, maybe around twenty ish. Uh, I think an okay tournament play, but I think there's probably going to be better value unless he picks up the start. So I don't really know if I get to anyone else here on Utah. And uh, yeah, so that'll wrap it up for the video. Um, so again, guys, if you're looking for more content for DFS, I'll have an early slate video up on Patreon. I'll have a player pool for this. I'll project the starters. I'll be in the Discord all day answering questions. I'll do a live stream. There's a ton of content, and you get prize picks too. If you sign up for the Summer League package, you get those prize picks included as well, which we uh, we have a great day. It could be a phenomenal day, um, depending on what happens here in this last couple of games. Um, yeah, so if you guys have been enjoying the YouTube content, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. And um, I'll see you guys all in the next video. Uh, Good luck on the slate and uh, enjoy the rest of your night.